0: Hey there, I'm Breezy, welcome to Breezy Lifestyle. This real and super helpful series is called From Struggle to Success. I bridge a majorly helpful gap because I bravely share my real life struggles and show how neuroscience and psychology tools absolutely can create a better life for all of us without prescription medication. We discover the power within ourselves and how to shape the world around us as we need for a lifetime Through the foundation of science and my real life, I show how you can turn any struggle into an absolute success without totally having to change who you are. It's all about making better choices every day to feel better as to live better for a lifetime. I took back control of my life and so can you. Welcome to From Struggle to Success. It doesn't matter if you have high aspirations and big goals because living with a low set of standards will prevent each one of us from ever reaching them. When we don't stay in our lane, we can expect accidents and negative consequences to happen. Our lane is where we stay if we want to be guaranteed a better life, filled with better feelings and better people. Our lane is held together by our boundaries and standards, and when we stay in our lane, we are honoring our boundaries and maintaining our standards. Last week, we talked about everything on boundaries in personal life and all the way to work. This week, we are deeply exploring what it means to have standards, what standards are, the difference between personal and career standards and dating standards, high versus low standards, and what happens in our life when we do not maintain our standards and step outside of our lane, whether on purpose or an accident. We are also going to talk about why we might accidentally step all over our own boundaries and forget about our standards in pursuit of trying to feel better in life. Staying in our lane means we maintain our personal standards. Before driving forward with standards, I want to clear up what exactly our lane is, how we create our lane, and the best ways to stay in our lane to guarantee a better life every day. When you are aware of the things, people, emotions, and financial situations, you will absolutely not accept that is a hard boundary. Hard boundaries are non-negotiable terms and needs in your life that you absolutely cannot and will not compromise on. Compromise happens with soft boundaries, but not with hard boundaries, okay? When we step over our boundaries and let someone else step over our boundaries, then we are creating conflict not only in our external world of reality, but we are also creating issues and conflict within our internal world of reality. That is our mental health, aka nervous system. To be clear, we can step over our own boundaries by saying yes when we really mean no or constantly people pleasing. We allow others to step over our boundaries, for example, when we tell someone we do not accept verbal abuse, but they engage in those behaviors anyways, and we still spend time with that person. That's you choosing to step over your self-created boundary by continuing to accept that person into your life. On the other side of our lane are our standards. Our standards of living are very much determined by, well, are standards we implement in our life. Our standards derive from the same place our boundaries come from, which is our self-belief and the narrative we carry every day. Experiences such as childhood trauma and constant stress, negative relationships, even as an adult, can deeply impact what we think, feel, and believe about ourself and therefore affect how our life plays out each day. So what are standards? As a developmental specialist, if you ask me, standards are the bare effing minimum you are going to accept in life. The bare minimums you accept include all areas of your life. Standards are maintained and upheld every single day by how you accept things into your life. So this is career, finances, dating, partnership, friendship, everything. And standards can also be what you choose to even bring into your own life through you. So your diet, for example, because that resides in your values, and we're going to learn about that later. The personal standards we keep determine the expectations we set and realize. Our standards determine the quality of our results in all areas of life from work to relationships. And standards determine the overall quality of our lives in whole. A great and solid example is relationship standards, which are a minimum requirement accepted in any relationship, whether friendship or romantic. Relationship standards are when a person knows certain qualities must be present to accept another human in their life. The same goes for qualities and characteristics that are not to be present in the case of unwanted behaviors or values, and failing to meet these requirements results in a deal breaker. It doesn't mean you see somebody not meeting your standards and you say, oh, oh, well, I accept them anyways. No, it's a deal breaker and they are not accepted into your life. On an emotional level, these types of relationship standards are inflexible and, if overstepped, can be considered a hard boundary of behavior, never acceptable. Your personal standards are reflected in how you treat yourself and in how you treat others. What's more... They are also reflected in how you expect to be treated by other people. When we expect people to act a certain way, that means we have set standards about how people should act. Our standards are to help us in life. Having standards in life helps us move forward consistently, maintain finances, get what we need from our relationships, and improve our quality of life. Your personal standards are also reflected in the promises you keep, in the way you dress and manage your life, health, finances, and environment, etc. Our standards are personal and are reflected in the quality of our work, values, and communication. Our standards are everywhere. Values will be discussed in a minute. Everything we do and say provides others with insight into the personal standards we keep. We are a walking projection of our beliefs, which manifest as standards in life. The following are some great examples of personal standards in life. If your work or home environment is messy and disorganized, then that reflects the standards you uphold in this area of your life. Choosing to be messy reflects your personal standards and expectations, which we talk about in a minute, are low in regards to cleanliness. You don't expect yourself or your home to be clean. This also means you likely do not have or find much value in living a clean life. People with the same lower standards and values will find you most attractive to spend time with as there will be little pressure to perform in higher standards as well as no expectation to do so. Am I right? When your environment is clean and orderly, for example, this tells people your standard of living is higher. And for most messy people, they do not go towards clean people because messy people will know that there is an expectation to be not messy. Here's some profound social psychology about standards that should not be ignored. When a person senses that we live by a low set of standards then they will modify their behavior and judge us accordingly. On the other hand, if they sense that we hold high standards, then we are more likely to win their respect and admiration. High and low standards will be laid out later on. Because our personal standards are reflected in so many areas of life, they are therefore always on show for the public, right? I know for a fact I have reset the bar of standards for so many of my friends. Through the choices I make and the lane I maintain, I show my friends the type of romantic partner to accept, for example. When we accept below our standards, we can watch in real time the negative impact on our life. We will feel it. Think about the shitty low-level human you or someone you know has decided to date regardless of the red flags warning signs, lack of shared values, and immensely heightened state of infatuation. At the end of the day, I can also remind my friends about the abusive relationship I chose to be in because I walked away from my self-belief and threw away my standards. So not good things happen in our life when we step outside of our lane and don't maintain our boundaries and standards. When we throw our standards into the trash, we should expect trash. Other areas of life I can beam as an example of high standards is how I carry myself in public. And that standard I very much expect humans to uphold in public. I have high expectations as well as high standards for other adult humans. This doesn't work well in my life. I show the behaviors to present as to receive respect rather than in consideration or sexism. My strong values are reflected in how I act, and that sets the bar for how others perceive me as a human being. My values also create expectations, or possibly lack of, for what others are going to do in my realm of reality. Remember, what people think, they perceive, and what people perceive, they feel, and then they act on it. What we act on aka do every day creates our habitual behaviors so just whatever we do consistently creates our habits and therefore we are our habits. We have to be careful with our thoughts and if we are developing standards because these standards or lack of ultimately determine who we are as a person because our habits are who we are. So what about expectations in regards to standards? Because I just mentioned that it doesn't really work well for me to have high expectations and high standards. Think about it. I'm expecting all types of human beings to meet my high standards, but we're all very different. The difference between an expectation and a standard is that the standard is the bar set in everyday life and the expectation is our belief about whether other people will ever reach our set bar. Most people expect their standards to be met regardless if they ever communicated their needs. Sound familiar? It happens often between two people that an expectation is not being met simply because it was never communicated in the first place. Expectations are not the same as standards, and in a bit we are also going to clarify the difference alongside our values too. It is possible to have high standards and low expectations, and I urge you to live your life kind of like this. Raising standards is not the same as raising expectations. It may be best for mental health and overall life satisfaction to not have expectations of people meeting your standards. This being said, the people closest to you must be in your lane or else we are asking for discomfort and ultimately a dysregulated nervous system. We can give ourselves anxiety and exacerbate depression by not staying in our lane and having standards lower than our fundamental needs. Something interesting about succeeding in life is that having high standards and low expectations means we are already succeeding on our own terms. One of the reasons success eludes so many creative people is because they create based on the standards and expectations of others, and others are critics. You can't win with critics. The most successful people create and stay in their own authentic lane. They're not looking for approval from everyone because everybody is different, and everybody has different standards and values. Let's talk about expectations in romantic relationships. We have all been down the dating road of trying to find a person to share a life with, It can get mighty confusing trying to differentiate feelings of infatuation and excitement, aka dopamine and oxytocin, when meeting new people to date. We have been taught, mainly by big cinema and our confused parents, to expect relationships to be a massive mountain of love, good feelings, great times, and never-ending smiles. So many relationships end after one to two years because that is when our brain chemicals begin to switch to what I call long-term mode. And we begin to realize our deeper emotions that derive from our needs. So our nervous system starts knocking at us, saying, hey, one to two years into a relationship, we realize if our needs are not being met or if we're not actually comfortable, this is our nervous system communicating to us. After all, our emotions are GPS to how we can better our life. When we are comfortable, that means our nervous system is regulated and we make choices aligned with our needs and within our lane. When we are uncomfortable, that means we ignored the physical, mental, emotional, and value-based warning signs of another person and we welcome them into our life. We accepted someone below our standards and outside of our boundaries. The following example is being conveyed from my standpoint of being heterosexually focused when I date for a life partner. So please put the pronoun or descriptor that works best for you as I will be using the word boyfriend and talking about a male human being. Imagine this. You start dating someone new and exciting. You basically expect the best boyfriend ever. Your emotions are so heightened that Even the most rational person usually gets lost in new relationship feelings, even for a few days. Thankfully, you get the boyfriend you need because he also cruises in your lane of standards and boundaries. When a person shares our lane, is quite aligned in life, and respects our boundaries, and meets our standards, this human very likely also shares many of the same values. Yes! Shared values are the backbone to any and all long-lasting relationships, whether friend-based, romantic, or life partner. Intense feelings, expectations, and a heightened state of love is simply not enough to maintain and continue a healthy long-term relationship with another person. Standards and values are an excellent foundation. The people with whom we surround ourselves are, in fact, extensions of ourselves. This is pretty heavy stuff, which becomes even more wild once you realize you do the same for the people you surround, meaning you are an extension of the beliefs and behaviors your friends have, and this goes vice versa. In other words, birds of a feather flock together. And this is exactly why it is important to maintain your standards and stay in your life lane, or else you're going to be looking around like, WTF, I don't like this. So are values the same as standards, or what's the difference? Really quickly, let's clear the air about the difference of values and standards. Values are individual beliefs that motivate us to act one way or another. Values serve as a guide for our human behavior. Values range from integrity to privacy to empathy to friendship and so on. Generally, people are predisposed to adopt the values that they are raised with. Furthermore, how we are made to feel as children determines our beliefs that then create our values. When we are raised to believe and feel like we are worthless or unlovable, then those beliefs manifest as our own as adults. And we can adopt heightened values due to lost values as a child. So check out some of these examples that I'm going to give. People that have experienced trauma as a child may very well have a strong value towards freedom as an adult. Those with PTSD may also overappreciate freedom and the ability to control their environment. Another example is clarity and security may be of heightened importance as an adult because when things were unclear or ambiguous in the past for example as a child, that meant something bad was about to happen. This may manifest as asking too many questions for clarification needing a play-by-play detail before going somewhere, or not wanting to go places in fear of the unknown. This type of reaction to not move forward is better known as anxiety. I have struggled with anxiety my whole life. There's been so many times, even like to go on an amazing date with my partner, so not to meet someone new because that is anxiety-inducing, even for normal people usually, just even a little bit my anxiety has prevented me from going so many places and doing so many things every week of my life and I will try to like football coach myself into getting out the door and doing the better things for myself but I just have so much fear ingrained in my bones that something bad is going to happen if I present myself out into the world. And so I will close myself off to people and places as to protect myself because my anxiety is alerting me to do so. Unfortunately, that is a maladaptive response from childhood because in childhood, there was a lot of things that I had to be on high alert for and protect myself from the best I could as a child. And as a child, I didn't get a lot of choices, so now as an adult, it's almost like I'm over-choosing and over-protecting. Everything is heightened, and the way that I developed is that my autonomic nervous system has a very strong fight or flight. So if you're somebody that is struggling with anxiety or feels like they have these anxious or fearful feelings more often than not especially in regards to people or places this is coming from things you have learned long ago as a maladaptive way to self-protect and ways that we can overcome that is by truly stepping into the things we're fearful of and showing ourselves that everything is okay and everything is going to be okay when you have strong standards and boundaries because you're not going to let all of the shit in you're only going to let the good stuff in So let's look at how standards shape and change our life. I've already started mentioning the powerful impact of how standards shape and can change our daily reality and overall life. It's hard to not seriously talk about standards in life without very much touching on how the values and expectations we carry every day directly determine what we choose to accept in our lane. Our past experiences shape us into who we are today. Okay. But to be clear, our past does not control or wholly define us. It was our starting block. And for some of us, our first building blocks were not set with care by those that mattered to us most. In turn, what we believe about the world is affected and impacted. Some would say infected, but I always argue against such sticky, useless language. It is important as adults for us to work on increasing our self-awareness every day, as to get more clarity on who we are, what we need, and what is not acceptable in our life. When we experience negligence, lack of care, or constant disapproval during adolescence, we have a tendency to grow into people pleasers and yes-sayers as adults, typically lacking the ability to put ourselves first. Most often, codependency is an issue in all types of relationships, from friends, to romantic to even possibly work when we are neglected or disregarded as a child so we'll overgive as an adult and you can super learn about how we become givers as adults in the givers versus takers podcast episode that was a few before this one when we experience prolonged stress or trauma during adolescence we tend to grow into anxious or depressed adults with low esteem and lacking self-belief our nervous system learns to live with dysregulation because we are always in flight or flight mode with high cortisol stress hormone levels. Having a dysregulated nervous system very likely causes issues in adults such as hair loss, for me it was alopecia, chronic nausea or fatigue, lack of motivation and drive, mental health issues and diagnoses, and so on. You might be wondering what childhood or past experiences have to do with our standards as adults. Our experiences have everything to do with what we believe to accept as adults. What we think is acceptable in our life directly derives from what we have gone through and how we feel about it all. Mistreatment usually means we have standards that protect us, but it can also mean we adapt to beliefs that then create inappropriate or even maladaptive standards as adults. If you think you aren't a very worthwhile human, then you are going to have low standards and accept a lot of shitty things and people into your life. In some people's terms, this is what it means to be a low life. Your lower level animal, emotionally reactive mind is making quick decisions for yourself because your mind and body, aka nervous system, think you need to self-protect. Moving on, let's explore the difference between high standards and low standards. And before we get into the meat and the fat and the juice that is high and low standards, let's ask ourselves the following. What type of standards do you live by, high or low? Have people ever told you that they think you have high or low standards? I have been told time again, and I project this loudly anyways, that I have very high standards. It's amazing the amount of shitstorms I have let ensue in my life for many years, regardless of said high standards. My codependency would get the best of me quite a few times throughout my 20s. We live... We learn, growth mindset. I'm here to hopefully stop you in whatever tracks are not working for you in life by sharing my life alongside psychology and neuroscience to help steer you back into your lane. Low standards are where we can let in a lot of mess into our life. If you feel or experience any of the following, it is likely you live with low standards. Here are ways to identify if you have low standards. Here's eight ways you are constantly compromising your needs, you support your partner but do not ask for support in return nor receive it, you are bored often and have a lot of free time, you feel disrespected more than others, you say yes to anything and everything, emotional connection is not the greatest concern to you, you prefer quantity over quality, you enter friendships and romantic relationships fast. Essentially, having low standards means you do not put yourself first. Again, this is everything to do with the narrative and beliefs you carry every single day. Truly go inward and find the voice that is guiding you towards or away from your needs. What are you saying to yourself every day? I was blown away to realize that for at least a decade I was telling myself repeatedly that I am not worthy of love and nobody actually likes me. These negative beliefs and self-talk absolutely come from my terrible childhood experiences and negligent upbringing. When we think we are worthless, then we will accept most anything into our life. Before we know it, we may be looking around at 30, 40, 50 years of making decisions and welcoming people into our life that totally are not good for us. Amplifying self-awareness will always better protect you from opting for lower level choices or fast-acting solutions that gratify. What truly guarantees you will remain in your lane and live the life you need is by having a solid life blueprint with total clarity on all five fundamental components of life, which are life vision, self-belief, growth mindset, grit, and goals. A popular question I saw on Google that is frequently asked causes great concern, if you ask me, for humanity if we were to adopt this approach to life, which if you look around, a lot of us already do. The question is, should I lower my standards to get a boyfriend? Let me posit this. Should you chop off your legs to better fit in small spaces? Because this is basically the same question. You're going to compromise who you fundamentally are, which in turn will dysregulate your nervous system and cause illness in a multitude of ways. The onset of depression alone is enough to hopefully compel you to not throw away your needs for another. Lowering your standards won't attract the kind of partner you want. It will attract people who are looking for an easy time and do not have their life in order. You will likely attract takers because you are likely a giver. Check out that podcast episode. You will attract careless people. Think about it. These people have to do nothing and have to put up no effort to attract you. Lastly, your standard should be something you set for yourself out of self-love. The desire to be loved indeed comes from our experiences as a child. Be a strong adult. Override your internal feelings of incessant want to be loved by anything and choose yourself first to truly reap the benefits of healthy choices. Choosing to live a higher life is not spiritual bullshit. Choosing to live a higher life means you understand that you are a priority number one. You maintain your lane of standards and boundaries, and you are always striving for more and better within your unique life blueprint. High standards offer a higher life and elevated contentment. Examples of high standards that surely improve life are strong worth ethic, solid communication, work-life balance, sociable, and trustworthy. If you ask me, the aforementioned are a bare minimum of standards in my life. And I urge you to raise your standards to at least these minimums as well. The only things you have to lose are lower level things and people that likely gunk up your life whether you realize it or not. When dating, high standards are crucial to guarantee you're not going to wake up in three months wondering why the F you ever chose that person in the first place. Emotions can be super tricky. Effatuation is like a veil of deceit if we let it drive our vessel. You should always choose a partner based on shared values, common ground, and boundaries. And they absolutely need to meet your bare minimum standards and hopefully exceed them even just a little bit. A person with high standards knows that the human who will be worth their time will understand their worth and treat them right. A person with high standards is someone who has confidence and ambition. And while at times they may question their own abilities, never fail to go beyond their insecurities when it truly counts. So that's when I have failed myself because I've let codependency come knocking and I've opened the door and welcomed it in. (laughs) Going beyond insecurities can feel like the greatest hurdle to overcome in the whole world. But this is exactly what I've been talking about in regards to transcending our past experiences and making better choices. So for me, saying F you to codependency and never welcoming it in again. Pulling the welcome mat away, locking the door, bolts it all. Making better decisions come from our higher level mind in our prefrontal cortex where reason, logic, and thought process takes place. When we have lower standards and make poor choices, We are acting from our lower level mind and reacting off of emotions. And these emotions come from decades ago usually that we just unconsciously are holding within our core or within our nervous system. Scooting forward, we're going to really quickly dive just a bit deeper into life and mental health impacts of low or no standards because it's really important. When you have low standards, you will often fall prey to other people's influence. This happens because you fail to stand up for yourself. You fail to stand up for your principles and beliefs. You fail to stand up for yourself because you were unconsciously taught to be fearful of putting yourself first. Your personal standards are intertwined with your level of self-esteem and self-belief. Therefore, to raise your self-esteem requires first raising your personal standards and maintaining them. Feel the benefits from having standards that serve you every day, appreciate how comfortable you can become by maintaining your standards as well as ensuring that you have solid boundaries. So with all of this talk about high standards, they don't guarantee a perfect life. When we set a standard, we are inviting only things into our life that we need, except no less than your standards every day. Your habits, cycles, and patterns form because you allow them alongside your set standards. Expecting that every human is going to meet your standard is setting yourself up for constant disappointment and resentment towards other humans and quite possibly the whole world. You are who you are because you choose to be. Never expect another person to live the life you exactly are. How boring that would be anyways if we were all exactly the same. This being said, we are all vastly different and on varying levels of how to do life. Low level humans usually flock with other lower level humans. Higher level humans usually live life alongside others that have higher standards as well. Why is it that even with high standards, we can have not good things happen in our life? It is likely because we expected too much, gave too much, or did not communicate enough. Listen. You aren't going to get life perfect, but if at least 80% of everything you do works out the way it needs to, you should be content and even proud with how you are doing in life. If you feel constantly walked all over or like you are surrounded by people that aren't actually good for you, then this means you need to get to know yourself better and raise your standards as well as likely create better boundaries too. Having high standards can mean that we expect so much from the world that we end up darn near hating the world because it is not living up to our expectations. You will survive if the world does not live up to your expectations, but you will struggle to survive if you do not live up to your own standards. Living with low expectations and high standards is one hell of a strong lifestyle success tool that surely amplifies your day-to-day life. Seriously, the best approach to standards is having high standards and low expectations. Try it. So you're not going to feel all of that resentment and frustration when somebody doesn't m- meet your expectation. You are just going to have your standards and you're going to see people as they are. And if they don't meet up to your bare minimum of standards, then you should choose to just not let them into your life. It is actually that simple. This is how lifestyle success tools work for us, is when we set a boundary or we create a standard, we maintain it and honor it always, 100% of the time. This guarantees we get what we need because our needs are within our lane. Our lane is constructed of our standards and our boundaries. And everything in our lane is you know, our values, our beliefs, our narrative, our life vision, our whole life blueprint, everything. So if we have low standards or weak boundaries, we're gonna struggle to have that guarantee because we're always gonna be stepping outside of our lane. We're not even gonna see the standards and boundaries and we might not even have them. And so that's why it's important to create them, get to know them, get to know yourself and then implement them always. Do not be fearful to serve yourself first never ever feel shame because you did what you needed to do to survive if you're not hurting anybody if you're truly just living your life within your needs maintaining your lane and there's no harm to others you're a good person and you're doing great in life if you feel walked all over you're a good person that doesn't have boundaries and standards And you're a good person that likely went through a lot of shit early on in life. And so you learn to be a people pleaser. You learn to say yes. You learn to do anything and everything for others as so the environment wasn't so seemingly dangerous. So you didn't feel so afraid or uncomfortable all the time. That was you trying to better regulate your nervous system as a child. Unfortunately, as an adult, when we people please and say yes... We're no longer serving our needs and then we become dysregulated and that can be as almost straight cut as now we have anxiety or it could manifest as a slew of all sorts of stuff. We could be super stressed out and losing our hair. We could have adult acne. We could have all sort of gut issues. We could not be sleeping at night. Insomnia is a huge issue for so many adults because we are dysregulated, because we are uncomfortable all the time. Whether we know it or not, And it's because we're letting too many things into our life that are not within our needs. A lot of us do make that mistake. But at any time, we can take back control and maintain stronger control of our life through the choices we make. And we make better choices by amplifying our self-awareness, getting to know ourselves, and creating our lane of boundaries and standards. So it is always up to us We always have control, even if it seems like we have lost it. It never truly slips from our grasp. It is just probably far from our perception. If you want to learn even more, check out the blog, where you can also find recommended products and supporting links in every blog post. You can also enjoy two free lifestyle success courses, as well as options to upgrade your life on the website. All the best today, babe. You got this. This is Breezy signing off from another episode of From Struggle to Success.